Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the Lively Pod with your host, Lauren Elizabeth. And for today's episode, we have a special guest, Gabby Bergen. Welcome to the show, Gabby. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So if you all don't know Gabby, she, well, you need to know her. So (laughs) I'm going to leave all of her information in the show notes, but she is Gabby Berg Fit on Instagram and TikTok. Definitely go check her out. But she is a health and wellness influencer and also a William & Mary student. So she's a business major at the college here, a fellow Greek Life member. Mm -hmm. She's a member of Theta. And she currently lives in Nova, but she lived in Vegas for a year. So definitely go check out her Vegas time on her Instagram because those posts were just so cool. (laughs) Um, And... Basically, she gives bomb workouts and gives life balance advice, so definitely go follow her, but we are going to talk all things college life, social media wellness, and everything on the show today, so let's just go ahead and dive right in. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Yeah, so I want to hear a little bit about your experience in college Mm -hmm. and just balancing William & Mary alongside like health, career ambitions, things like that. Yeah, well, I think for anybody who knows what William & Mary is like, academics, super difficult, super rigorous. Also, I guess, depending what your major is, but (laughs) super academically driven. So finding that balance between your health and your the food you're eating and the workouts yeah. that you're doing and studying and getting good grades and you know having a social life and going to parties super super hard i think it does come down to prioritizing what you feel is the most important for that time period that you're going through i remember my freshman year i was like okay i need to prioritize waking up earlier because i have to walk to the rack and i lived in brown which was like a 15 minute walk yeah, and I lived in Brown too and it, it's so unmotivating yeah. not having a gym like next to you or like yeah working on your dorm room is just not an option oh my god most no. of the time no AC wise yeah um so yeah definitely unmotivating there yeah 100% and finding food to eat because mm-hmm. I thought calf which was a dining hall here I thought it was the best dining hall so I would have to make that trek over there I thought they had yeah. the best healthy food options and then obviously your social life too you want to go around and meet people and uh you know get involved in different organizations and clubs and stuff so finding that balance prioritizing it um just like setting a goal for yourself I feel like on what you think is important I would always set alarms super early like I said and honestly writing a to-do list and like figuring out kind of the plan of what you wanted to do for the week even like planning your outfits ahead of time to wake up to be motivated and planning the workouts you wanted to do and I think ultimately it comes down to if you wanted it enough and you wanted to like get it in you definitely could but I don't know it's kind of kind of the most of the balance I feel like is just setting that goal for yourself and getting the priority in there yeah I am a huge planner and so I think that's definitely made the biggest difference in my health journey throughout college yeah is making sure that you have it planned in because a lot of college I feel like is on the whim like everyone is like oh let's go out to eat off the cuff type thing and so making sure that you have your priorities planned into your schedule where they like almost are your non-negotiables right that you make sure you have them that way you can go out and do all these fun things on the side too yeah I agree 100% so you said you like to set goals for yourself too yeah like what would you say is a realistic goal 
in college, like your college freshman, what mm-hmm. were your goals coming in? Cause I feel like that's also hard to like, you see social media and you're like, right. Oh my gosh. I would like want to do that. Like she yeah. did, but what would be a realistic goal for while you're in school? For me, it was planning going to the gym around my classes. I know for my mental health specifically, as well as my physical health, but I need to work out. And if I don't, I'm going to be stressed and anxious about when I can get that workout in or just overall how I'm feeling, you know, Mm -hmm. especially with like body image in college and going out and wearing like tighter clothes. And then, you know, during the day, just not feeling your best if you have a lot of schoolwork and you're stressed because of it. So for me, non-negotiable, I have to work out. So setting a goal for myself, I wanted to make sure I worked out four to five, four to five times a week, depending on if it's just going on walks or taking yoga class or lifting or whatever. So that was a big goal of mine, just making sure I got up and prioritized making that trek when I could. I would also even bring my gym clothes with me to classes and I literally look like a crazy person with a backpack and like five other bags with me and walk to the rec if my classes were super close to the rec there and I would work out right after and then honestly even shower there sometimes, which I feel like is kind of gross because I don't know how much they're they're cleaning in there. But anyways, um, yeah, and I would just walk after class and find, you know, time when I could so that was a big goal for me I feel like my number one was definitely prioritizing getting to the gym just making it important being part of your routine you just you have to do it it's non-negotiable for me yeah absolutely I love that goal and I feel like bringing your clothes with you is a really good tip that like yeah students don't do like no I agree I think I've seen a few kids like walk around with a yoga mat or something that's like more obvious yeah going to the gym yeah like you could easily tuck in shorts and a tank top into your backpack yeah and wear your sneakers and you're good to go and that just like takes one step out of it because I know exactly if I was in class over on campus near mm-hmm. the rack, I'm not going to go all the way back to my dorm exactly. and then make the trek back. Yeah. Like if I get back to my dorm, I'm staying in my dorm. No, exactly. And so I feel like taking out to those little steps mm-hmm. is like super important when you are setting those goals and like making sure that your schedule is just set up for success, taking out all of the little roadblocks that you're going to find. Yeah. Um, and so definitely taking your clothes with you would be a big one. Yeah. And I get DMs all the time from people asking me, like, how are you doing this in college? My number one tip is just finding time in your schedule. So if you have a break between two and three, use that time, use that 30 minutes that you have to go do it. And you're just going to feel better afterwards. You know, you never get a workout, even if you're just going to stretch, like doing anything, you're going to feel better than doing nothing. So find the gaps when you can get into it and um, you're not going to regret it. You'll feel so much better. Yeah. Something I like to do in between classes is like, if I do have that hour time and say like, I'm not ready to go like full gym because like I just need to like maybe do homework for part of the time is I walk around the buildings like a crazy person. Like I'll put (laughs) in my AirPods and talk to somebody on the phone and just like do different laps around the building because then I'm like, getting my steps in yeah. because I feel like in school you're sitting so much like so much homework you're sitting in class you're sitting so just finding those pockets of time even if you're like oh I can't go all the way over to the rack mm-hmm. okay but you can walk where you are like yeah. literally just walk around the building yeah it doesn't matter no I agree and doesn't swim have like treadmill desks now they do I've never <laughs> used one I've never used one Neither but it looks really cool no yeah so tip for William Murray students you want to get your steps in head over to Slum, hit yeah. up the treadmill desks so oh my funny. god for sure oh my god I need to do that yeah. I, are they, I feel like they're in read and relax which I never go over to that area 
I like hate SWEM, so I'm never there. That's fair. That's but fair. if you do like SWEM, I'll get your steps in. <laughs> I don't know. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I love it. So kind of tying it back to William and Mary. Mm-hmm. Bests and worsts of college so far. You're a junior. So I am you'll a junior. have a good good outlook on this. Okay, let's start with I'll start with the worst, so then we okay. can end on a good yeah. note. The well. worst, I feel like, definitely has to be COVID. I mean, oh, it's yeah. inevitable. <laughs> like, my freshman year, I made it through a semester. And then right at the start of my second semester, my freshman year, we were sent home. And, I mean, that's like, we lost so much time. So, just going into classes, immediately switching online. If you guys didn't know, back at the start of my college career, I was a pre-med student, actually. I wasn't into anything marketing, business, anything yet. So I was grinding organic chemistry, organic chemistry labs, biology, like all of that stuff. So when it switched online and I was getting tested on doing these organic chemistry labs, I was like, listen, I don't know how many moles of what I'm pouring into what because I'm not in the lab to do it. So it's not fair. And super hard to transition like academically also socially like I was in Vegas at that time just due to my parents jobs I was living in Vegas and having nobody that I knew there to go through this with and all my friends were back home in Nova I was like pretty isolated um but then I guess a good thing to come out that was my social media which I'm sure we'll talk about later um so that was probably the worst thing just like that super quick transition and then the best thing um I would say has been being able to live off campus and really take control of like everything that has to do with college life like Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're a freshman and you're still living on campus you're not really a college student yet, I feel like. You're on a meal plan that you probably hate. You are living in dorms that you probably don't like. I mean, especially here, like, there's no AC in the dorms. They're historic. You, <laughs> yeah, basically they suck. So you're it's basically s- summer camp on steroids yeah. for a year. Yeah. Which I'm immediately moved off campus. So yeah. I can totally relate to exactly. that. Exactly. And, uh, w- I think I was the first year they did it. Now there's really you have to live on campus freshman and sophomore year. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah. Which is total BS. If yeah. Like anyone knows or like goes to William Mary who's listening to this, they're having yeah. a housing crisis yep. right now. Yep. And so the fact that they don't even have enough housing or yeah. requiring two grades to live on campus yeah. is just beyond Unreal. Me, but like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say the best thing has been able to live off campus. Like you have a car probably if you're mm-hmm. able to. So you're not going to be walking in the rain and you can really plan your time better. I feel like not having to incorporate that like walking camp, walking time from your dorm. I guess if you're living not in Brown, it's not as bad. I was like, you know, it's really yeah, pretty it's off fun. campus. Yeah. <laughs> um, and controlling what you're able to eat to grocery shopping, I mean, is so important. I mm-hmm. love controlling or just being in control of my ability to plan my food to meal prep to choose what I'm putting into my body if I'm craving something I'm not relying on a dining hall if they have it or they don't have it um and then also on top of that just being able to live in your own space like controlling with the people that you live in decorating it the way you want to decorate it even just like something as simple as ac like you're just in so much more control no yeah exactly and you just have control of your life I feel like you become like a real college student adult when you Mm -hmm. move off campus I feel like like you're in charge if you get sick what do you do where do you go what medicine do you have to get and you know cooking cleaning well cooking is like a huge one because like yeah even if that like dorm rooms just had a bigger 
fridge it would be yeah. that much better because I feel like that for me has been the biggest thing like I love my fridge because I can have fresh produce yeah and like healthy foods but if you're living out of a mini fridge yeah you no literally can only have processed foods in your door yeah. that you're snacking on and I'm yeah. the type of person who like doesn't want to go to a dining hall for three meals a day no yeah so I found myself constantly eating in my room and yeah. okay great so the foods I was all eating were things that like had to be shelf stable and stuff so like mm-hmm. they weren't salads and things like yeah. that but I really enjoy eating yeah otherwise I just couldn't fit it in right a mini fridge yeah and plus so that's a, a big one no 100 and if you don't have a car mm-hmm. where are you how are you getting those groceries yeah. and you walk to food line but no yeah, yeah ex- <laughs> exactly or if you want to go get like a smoothie or something that the dining mm-hmm. halls don't offer if you're a freshman you probably don't even have access to getting that unless you know older people that probably do have a car that can help yeah. or unless you want to uber i guess too i don't know overall expensive especially on ubers like yeah. just ubering places so super inconvenient best thing for sure in college has been being able to move off campus and control the space that you're living in set it the way that you want to to help orientate yourself towards your goals having a really nice gym to go to and just overall no longer being dependent on your environment and your meals around a college I feel like has been the best no absolutely absolutely well I love both of those but I do want to kind of talk about um your social media which is a good transition from your worst which was living in Vegas for a little bit but that really allowed your social media to grow yeah and so just like growing your social media over the pandemic like Mm -hmm. what kind of role do you think social media played in the pandemic like were you on the fan of like oh it's connection distraction like feeding into the fear of missing out like there's so many different things that social media added to the pandemic but like Mm -hmm. what is your kind of take on it as someone who kind of really grew during that time yeah um, I think it's inevitable that people were going to use social media. Mm-hmm. I think something really important to mention as well is that TikTok went off during COVID. It like did. when we were sent home and during the first like lockdown we had, TikTok was booming. That's when the biggest influencers, creators, whatever you want to call them, were, you know, popping off and they were moving to LA. So I feel like that's a huge part of it. People wanted to see trends that were going on. People were bored at home. Um, so in my opinion, I think it was inevitable that we were using it, but I also think it depends on how your outlook towards social media is. For me, I took it as an opportunity to say, you know, I'm at home. I have literally nothing to lose. Like, Mm -hmm. why don't I try to monetize this? And I started posting, um, a lot more on Instagram, but I started creating this weird ab routine that I would do in the morning just to get my metabolism going. And it was a quick, like one or two minute ab routine nothing crazy like a plank and some crunches and I posted that to TikTok and knowing looking back now um the way that I spoke in the video I used like certain words in the first like two seconds and I did it totally subconsciously like looking back now I can see how the algorithm picked it up but it went viral which was insane Uh, I did the ab workout it's great guys (laughs) highly recommend yeah but I think it ended up getting like close to three million views so I just got super lucky right off the bat and was Mm -hmm. able to you know join the creator fund which basically pays you preview that you get and started to really branch out and get a lot more um brand deals and ambassadorships and stuff so I think it depends on how you how you take social media and what you want to do with it because if you're just sitting around watching it 
you know, that could be very negatively impacted for your mental health. But if you want to, you know, try to put time into monetizing it or using it sparingly or using it for inspiration or motivation, mm-hmm. um, that's, you know, kind of your prerogative, I guess. But I think it kind of depends on, on how people use their time during the pandemic. Yeah. So what would be like your biggest tips for someone who's looking to use it in a more healthy way? Like yeah. how can you find that motivation and inspiration? Yeah on something where so many different creators, I feel like, are going different directions, some negatively Mm -hmm. impacting mental health with maybe like body dysmorphic tendencies and things like that. How do you find the healthy niche on kind of your take of it? Yeah, I think my first tip is to unfollow people that aren't aligning with your values i think it's super important that you are in control of what you're seeing Mm -hmm. so if you don't like what's coming up on your main homepage, unfollow them either mute them block them you're not tied down to the people that you follow and if you don't like what they're posting don't look at it if it's making you feel you know really badly about yourself don't look at it or if you see somebody on a different page like an explore page for example that you do like and you find uplifting follow them you know add them to your favorites on your homepage. so you're totally in control of whatever you see um and i would say you know just take control of it if you don't like something you don't have to look at it yeah and i think that's like an important part to remember is like there are so many creators out there. Yeah. And so you get to customize it completely to yourself. Yeah. And so just making sure that like you follow the people that are like of interest to you mm-hmm. and like motivating to you. So like, could you give an example of someone that like you follow that's like super motivating or mm-hmm. something for you? Like, do you follow fitness accounts to get motivated for fitness or do you follow more motivational accounts to mm-hmm. just get motivated all the way around? And then it just helps your fitness in general. I think I follow a good variety of mm-hmm. both. I like to follow influencers that I look up to and either love the workouts that they do and follow them to see that or I get inspiration for like aesthetic pictures that I want to see. But I also do follow like a couple quote accounts that I really enjoy. And there's this one account I can tell you the after if you want to put it into the show yeah. notes but basically she takes like aura colors and rings okay. and writes like daily motivational stuff based on your color aura i think i've seen them on your story yeah i am obsessed with them yeah. the girl that does them is insane i think her account is gorgeous first of all but also just i don't know i like looking at it so when i open my phone and i see that first thing in the morning it motivates me to have a good day and i'm inspired and i want to really be the best person that I can be just by looking at like what I see and the people that I follow so that is one and then for influencers um I would say I like Whitney Simmons a lot I like what she stands for yeah love I feel like she's like an OG yeah but she's a Gymshark athlete if you guys didn't know that um and she I think her like slogan is it's a good day to be alive and I think it's so important I know she talks a lot about her own mental health struggles that she's been through but her workouts are bomb her recipes are bomb her just like the little chat she does in her story, I love too. So overall, yeah. she love. is definitely a good one to like balance mental and physical. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because she talks openly about both. Yeah, um, which some influencers don't do, which is totally fine because it's their platform. But it's yeah. like it's a good insight into how someone in the fitness industry is also balancing their mental health yeah. because it's something that I feel like a lot of people in this industry do struggle with mm-hmm. um just like playing maybe the comparison game mm-hmm. or just I don't know so I guess switching into the comparison game like 
what are your thoughts or like advice around like social media comparison or like filters and things yeah. like that that I feel like often a lot of people who aren't necessarily creators mm-hmm. um and creators too can fall victim to like seeing these things and getting really caught up in I don't know just like the comparison aspect yeah. of it all I know it's something that I've fallen victim to yeah. and so just do you have any advice on that kind of regard I would say take everything that you see on social media with a grain of salt. You have no idea what people are actually going through. A lot of times, influencers will also pre-plan their posts ahead. Mm -hmm. So let's say they post this gorgeous picture of them on a beach or who knows what. They're killing it at the gym. For all you know, they could be sitting on their couch like completely either sick or crying or stressed or anxious. And you have no idea. So I would say take everything that you see with a grain of salt it's also probably edited and curated to look the best that it can to get the most likes to get the most views and that's another tip i have also for well-being on social media is hide your light counts if you're posting something and you don't think it looks let's say like as good as other stuff that you see who cares post it because you want to post it because you like what you're posting doesn't matter how many people like it back just post it because you genuinely want to share what you have to share um so that's another big tip i have as well which i've started to do on my recent post as well especially with the algorithm how it's changing now i feel like i'm not getting as much engagement as i had before Mm -hmm. and it kind of depends on what i post like reels will do better than actual photo posts but if i post a picture that i really want to post and it's not doing as well i'll just hide the like count so i don't see it it doesn't you know bother me and other people aren't also seeing it as well so you know take that's something that i did immediately when that thing came out because i think it just helps that problem so so much much, yeah it's just taking that away from it and just really posting it almost like you're posting to like a journal or something like just for memory's sake and like um i don't know so i think that one's a really good one yeah definitely guys do it if you haven't done it yet hide your like count (laughs) well how to do it yeah do it it helps um because it definitely helps with that game so as an influencer like what are your kind of like top three wellness tips when it comes to social media Mm -hmm. so i know we talked about like following motivational accounts Mm -hmm. like making sure you curate your feed but are there Mm -hmm. things that you like kind of do daily Mm -hmm. um whether that's like suggesting that they start their own motivational account yeah because I think that's at least was super motivating for me Mm -hmm. and I feel like you found it super motivating or Mm -hmm. like I don't know what what do you like to use social media for in the wellness industry um I would say okay so for number one overall well-being with social media I would say do not start your day going on your phone. Like this is so hard and I fall victim to this all the time. But if you're waking up and the first thing you're looking at are these beautiful pictures of whatever it is and you're not in the right headspace to see it, you're probably going to start your day off on the wrong foot. Also, just blue light in general is not the best thing to wake up to. So I would say, you know, try to do like a little morning meditation or start the day off by, you know, making your bed, opening a window, getting that big rush of sunlight to really kickstart your circadian rhythm and then getting into the day is super, super important. Um, Second tip, like I said, hiding light counts. I think that's another one Mm -hmm. that I... um, is super big on currently as well and third tip 
Um, I like what you said about making your own account. You guys, my fitness account started privated. It started with literally just me, my friend, and I think my parents following it. And I posted it just to hold myself accountable. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be this huge, like, jumping right in. I need my pictures to look a thousand percent. I need the best camera. I need to know exactly what I'm doing. You really don't. So just post whatever you feel like and private it and keep it to yourself until maybe one day you'll want to public it. Maybe you won't and you want it to stay private just for yourself but it really can be if like just like a diary so just you know following your life whatever you want to post yeah I love that so on a low energy day how do you kind of balance seeing all of these super motivational things telling you to get after it in the fitness Mm -hmm. world and things that with knowing that it's okay to take a break and okay to prioritize yourself yeah I think just you know going on that I think it's so important to show that Mm -hmm. so I feel like when I'm having days that are like that I like to post that I'm literally not having the best day like just this past weekend I had been waking up every day at 6 a.m to go to the gym for my classes because I made that goal for myself and by the time Saturday came around I was completely burned out I had no energy and I just honestly wanted to lay in bed so I put on a comfy setup pajamas I had this big red sweatshirt on and I made up myself a matcha latte and laid in bed and watched Netflix and it was the best thing ever and I posted it on my story and you know just taking care of your mental health is super you know if not just as important as your physical health so um yeah just showing that side of it as well because like you said for people that are scrolling through and are like you know I'm having the worst day ever getting that positive reinforcement of people being like oh I also am not having a great day Mm -hmm. or the other side as well of people just like pushing constant positivity in your face can be so annoying at times where you're like literally are you human like I'm having the worst day ever so I like to show both sides of it when I can um but if you're not in the best headspace and you know that watching something on social media is not going to help it I feel like just know that and get off for a second you know like do something else for just like a little bit just to get your mind off of it um it could literally just be like hanging with friends or Mm -hmm. getting a coffee or going for a walk or listening to a podcast I don't know it could be anything but if you're not in the right headspace just know once again going back to like you are in control of your social media so if you're not liking what you're seeing don't consume the content that you're seeing either yeah no and I think that's like a really valuable point it's just like you don't have to be on it all the time you can take a break you can take a step back from it sometimes I feel like all I do is go to class do my homework check social medias talk with friends and there are so many other things to do yeah you can go to the gym yeah go on a walk you can read a book Mm -hmm. listen to a podcast sometimes I forget to look outside Mm -hmm. of my autopilot routine yeah to go and do all of those things and so just having that reminder that there's things outside that you can go and like do to take your mind off of things um and so I don't know I like I have a list on my phone of all those activities where I'm like oh like I'll go do this Mm -hmm. and so even if you just need to make a list for yourself of what are the activities that I enjoy doing because I do this with groceries as well because I'll get in a rut where I'm like buying the same thing thing over and over and eating the same meal over and over and sometimes you just need that inspiration and that list to get off your butt and go do something else yeah um but I think that's a really good one yeah 100% I agree once again guys back to making lists prioritize (laughs) what you guys want to do exactly lists are super important yeah exactly 
So kind of like moving social media into college. I want to tie those two together. Yeah. And so I feel like social media is one of those things that is used all throughout our population. Like yeah. everyone is on it and posting events that you're going to and things yeah. like that. And so I feel like you're one of the influencers who's so good about like posting, going out with friends and mm-hmm. things like that. So I'd love to hear your opinion on like how you balance like the Greek life functions yeah, um, and just going out with friends and things like that mm-hmm. alongside like this beautiful, healthy lifestyle that you do lead. And so just like kind of jumping into college back again. Yeah, I think that's like one of the biggest things I preach is college life, health life balance because I wanted to get both out of my college career. I wanted to make friends, join stuff that I thought was fun, go out, you know, do that basic college stuff, but also keep my mental health and physical health in check. So for me, I would say super important is like the prep that you do before you go out and also after you go out, like knowing what is going to make you feel better. Um, So let's say like a after I go out, I think it's too important to replenish your body. Mm-hmm. So I um, am always drinking my Saqqara Life chlorophyll drops with a little bit of lemon juice in my water. Um, and I am obsessed with that. It makes you feel so much better after going out. But just talking about the balance itself, just know that you do not have to go out if you don't want to. So mm-hmm. for me, going out with friends like, is super fun and I love doing it and I feel like sometimes we all can fall into that FOMO culture where if we feel like we don't go out we're gonna be missing out on the best time of our lives and seeing everybody post and it looks like it's so much fun like once again just know everything on social media is probably not as good as it appears to be so you don't know what's actually going on but also if you're not feeling like you want to go out or you don't want to go to an event in your sorority or you don't want to you know whatever you don't have to that's totally your prerogative as well so um finding that balance is just listening to your body feeling you know what how you're doing that day mentally physically and what you want to do so I think that's like a really big point because like I'm one of those people who yeah I'm a one to two month going out type of person (laughs) okay like I I love going to day events and things like uh-huh. that, but like going out at night, like I like to go hard maybe once or twice a yeah. month yeah. rather than every single weekend. weekend. Yeah. And so I feel like I definitely do go through those bouts of like fear of missing out, but then yeah. I like really try to reiterate to myself that I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah. Like I love working like my three jobs and things like that. And Mm -hmm. so like I know that I'm choosing the different balancing pieces that I enjoy doing that like help with that almost like fear of missing out. So like if you like to have wine nights, movie nights Mm -hmm. instead of like going to bars, like know that you can do that instead. Um, But yeah, I feel like it's definitely what you make it and don't let other people tell you that like, these are the best years of your life. You need to be going out yeah. and like going and doing everything yeah. because they can be some of the best years of your yeah. life as long as you're doing what you want to be doing. Yeah. Because if you're not doing what you want to be doing, then it's right. not going to feel like the best time of your life. Yeah, I agree. And also I feel like as you go through your college career, your priorities with going out start yeah. to change. Because <laughs> I remember my freshman year, we would go on week-long benders. Like we would go tuesday through tuesday which is in no i know which is (laughs) insane and then um now then people go to bars as well so that's usually like thursday friday saturday 
if you guys are in college and you want to party, there's going to be stuff to do probably every single day if mm-hmm. you wanted to. So just finding that balance between, uh, you know, I feel like I want to go out today and I have plans that's going to be super fun versus I have goals and I know that going out is probably not going to align with my goals and it's going to make me feel worse or I'm not in the right headspace to go out and drink or do whatever so I feel like you really just have to be in tune with yourself and just know what you want to get out of that night and know that it's okay to not go out to everything because you're probably just going to get burnt out and not feel the best after yeah so and I think that like goes back to your point about like scheduling and like yeah making sure that you're focusing on your priorities yeah because if you want to like see your friends and like make sure you're not like quote-unquote missing out you can do that by going out to brunch with them you can do that by going on walks with them study dates with Mm -hmm. them and things like that to where you're still actively involved in the college community yeah but like it's not it doesn't always have to associate with like going out at night or like these big sorority functions and things like that you can like cultivate that in such a different manner if you choose to sometimes it just requires a little extra work but if it's your priority to like make that college community a part like you want to be a part of it and like Mm -hmm. cultivate it then I think you can do that with a little extra like work and scheduling yeah I agree you are completely in control of whatever you want to do in college I feel like for a lot of people it's probably going to be the first time they're living away from their family at least it, it was for me and you are in control of every aspect of your life when you go out what time you go to sleep what you eat when you go to the gym when you don't when you study how late you stay up all of these things so having a list of what is super important to you and what your non-negotiables are I feel like is so important otherwise you're probably you might even lose yourself in college just having so many opportunities of things to do and not knowing like when to say no to things and not knowing you know when to get up to go do this to go do that is just I don't know so definitely make a list and focus on what is non-negotiable to you and also like realizing that everyone is in the same situation as you in college I feel like is a big eye-opener yeah because sometimes it can be isolating like Mm -hmm. seeing everyone's highlight reel on Instagram Mm -hmm. and like realizing that maybe you're like oh I'm not going out and doing all Mm -hmm. this like I'm on the outside Mm -hmm. you're not everyone is feeling that way and all you have to do is reach out and there will be those people that want to include you and want to go and do all those things so just realizing that you're not gonna get an invite to every single thing sometimes you just have to go out and do it yourself Mm -hmm. like we've been saying this entire time yeah make it yourself like you it is what you make it yeah exactly nobody's gonna hold your hand so if you need something it's on you to do it super super self-discipline um just getting you know what you want done but yeah like we said no one's gonna hold your hand so you kind of you get the what you make out of it i feel Mm -hmm. like with college yeah for sure yeah no, I love that quote like no one is gonna hold your hand yeah. in college not most professors well I had one that like would and it was weird <laughs> um, but like your professors well it's kind of like Nothing. on you yeah um your friends want well some of your friends will hopefully yeah they hopefully will. yeah <laughs> um but like just making sure that you do it but kind of like speaking of professors and stuff so like academic wise Mm -hmm. how is that going how do you feel any college tips regarding that um so with the big transition that I had okay here's a good tip 
if you guys come into college your freshman year and you are dead set on doing one thing and a couple semesters down the line you realize wait i actually completely hate what i'm doing i hate studying it i don't enjoy the classes that i'm taking it's extremely hard to get good grades because i'm not motivated to study what i'm studying it is okay to change your path in college. I was so terrified. I was like, I'm being an orthodontist. I'm going to go to dental school. I'm going to take the MCAT or the DCAT or whatever it is. And I'm going to do community service and volunteer at whatever, whatever. And realized I actually hated that so much. So it's okay to change your path. Nothing is set in college. You are going to have enough time to completely change to something else if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really finding what you're passionate about because it's going to kick you in the butt if you're studying something you hate and then you're going to have to go into the real world and continue working in something that you absolutely hated studying. It's just going to be the worst. So take a bunch of different classes. I know we're lucky because we have the call curriculum, which kind of helps, mm-hmm. I feel like, sometimes if you're taking classes outside of your major. Mm-hmm. You do get that opportunity to like take a random music class or an art something. Um, so you can definitely see like what you're passionate about, if not, but just trying out a bunch of different venues, I feel like. And like it's hard at like an academically rigorous school yeah to feel like you can change your major because like everyone's so driven Mm -hmm. on whatever path they're on and like the classes are hard like regardless you're gonna have hard classes in basically every single major and so just knowing that like you don't have to take these super hard classes just because you have to like prove yourself Mm -hmm. at like a hard school Mm -hmm. like you should have that passion behind it like you should be interested in what you're learning because like this is higher education and Mm -hmm. so like it shouldn't be high school 2.0 where you're just taking these courses because you feel like you have to yeah like you should be super interested in them or at least interested on the path that they're taking you or else like you said it's gonna kick you in the butt yeah it might kick you in the butt regardless but like if you're not into it it's going to be so much harder. Right, yeah. Just, it's going to make it so much harder to succeed in anything because you just won't have that drive behind it. Right, and also, you're paying tuition now. So if you weren't already in high school, (laughs) you're paying to take these classes. So if you are, if you don't like how your college career is going, take control of it. You, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like with everything in life, no one's going to hold your hand once again. So if you don't like how something is going, it's going to be on you to speak up for yourself and really make the change that you want out of it. Yeah, and I had a friend who was, like, on pre-vet. They were going to go pre-vet for three Mm -hmm. years till they were a junior and then decided that they wanted to go to business (laughs) school. And so, like, it's Um, never too late. Like, they had to add an extra year, so that should definitely be a consideration financially. Yeah. But at the same time, adding one year compared to, like, changing your entire career direction trajectory yeah is going to save you so much like heartache in the future yeah like career wise and so in my opinion like that's worth its weight in gold yeah 100 percent. and also i feel like with stress culture here if you see people at the library studying for 12 hours straight just know that you not doing that doesn't make you Mm -hmm. dumber than that person or you're less hardworking or I feel like like my freshman year a huge eye-opener to me was that people were going on these like benders at SWEM or ISC which are our libraries basically 
studying for hours on end and I literally could not do that and I was like am I failing at the school because I can't sit in a library for 12 hours and not get up to eat or drink anything and I just realized that that's not how my brain works I need breaks I need to get that movement in I needed to prioritize sleep otherwise I literally would not function so you guys, stress culture is like super, super prevalent, I feel like. Yeah. And once and like, you people pride themselves on, on staying nighters. super long. I'm yeah. Like, what do you mean? I need eight hours of sleep to function. Like, who yeah, are you? Yeah. I literally could not do that. So I feel like, once again, just prioritizing, like getting that time in to study is just as important as getting that time in to sleep or getting that time in to go eat a healthy meal because you need food to, in order for your brain to work properly and you need to get you know some steps in get a good workout in so just feeling like you have priority over everything and you prioritize out stuff on a list I feel like it's so important yeah because people like don't do that you're gonna end up being in some for 12 hours I don't know <laughs> no and yeah no I love that we're gonna end on that now okay because perfect that awesome so my last question to you is each episode I've been like setting an intention for the week to come mm-hmm. and like a, a reflection prompt okay um to kind of like look back because I feel like reflection is a really good way to grow mm-hmm. um and like improve so personal development all these things uh-huh. so like what is your intention for the week to come mm-hmm. um and then what is something that you're gonna like reflect back on or like something that you think that you often reflect back on that you mm-hmm. think would be valuable for other people to start looking back on to help them succeed further. Okay, so um, intention for the week ahead. I have a lot of exams coming up, so my intention is really going to be time management. I feel like I get in funks where my morning is going to be super, super prioritized. I'm booking myself to every minute. I'm waking up early. I'm working out. I'm cooking. I'm going to class, whatever, whatever. And by the time like 2 p.m. hits, I'm ready for a nap and I'm not managing my time wisely. And then at that point, I'm not going to be motivated to study. I'm not going to have energy to really prep for my exams. So time management is going to be a huge intention for me in the next upcoming weeks because I with finals coming soon, I need to be getting my studies in order. So yeah. definitely so time, time management. management. Do you like do that in your calendar? Do yeah. you do that by li- listing it out on like your phone or something? How do you time manage? Yeah, I usually use the notes app on my computer actually. So I'll put like different stickies and I'll color code them different things and have one be like my groceries for the week. My next one will be classes to do's. My next one will be social media to do's. And I keep them on one homepage on my um, computer. And I never put like windows of like Chrome or whatever on that page. That kind of stays as my like planning page. And then I'll use the other windows for different like school stuff. But but, um, yeah, I don't really use anything else to write out. Just use my computer. That's awesome. Yeah. List taking. Love it. Yeah. It's the best. (laughs) So what would you reflect back on? Um, I would say a big, okay, a big theme I'm going to say is just, just start, just start doing it Mm -hmm. because the past two weeks I have just started waking up to go work out before class and I feel like it's been game changing and that can go for anything. It can be just start not waking up and looking at your phone first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. Just start waking up 30 minutes earlier. Just start incorporating a smoothie once a week into your diet. It could be literally anything, but I feel like the hardest thing to do is just to start with anything in life. So just getting that first foot forward and attempting something, it's going to end up becoming your routine. You're going to get used to being Mm -hmm. uncomfortable and making that change. So in anything you guys want to do, just start. Just take one day out of your, you know, week and just just start whatever you want to do. Yeah, no, and I think that's great. And like 
just like looking at it from that standpoint yeah. is everything has to start with a day one. Exactly. And so it could have been your day one two weeks ago. Yeah. But you thought it needed to wait till the first of the month. Yeah. It really doesn't. And yeah. so just like starting little things Mm -hmm. like you said like just starting little by little Mm -hmm. adding that extra glass of water yeah um they'll add to big changes yeah so I love that one yeah and I feel like if you guys haven't heard um this like changed my life over quarantine I don't know it's called the add one rule have you heard of this no okay so essentially what it says is it's like a compound growth but like a mindset thing so let's say you wanted to get better drinking water mm-hmm. you add one extra sip of water every single day over the course of a year that's an extra 365 sips of water that you wouldn't have had prior and that can go for any that can be for reading a book that could be for adding one push-up to every single day that could be adding an extra squat at the end of all of your workouts like over the course of a week over the course of four weeks which is a month over the course of 12 months over the course of a year by adding one, you're actually making a lot of change in your life, but you don't realize it because every single day you're doing something tiny. So just start, that. just add one and you'll see like really big improvements. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. well, Gabby, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having this me. This is such a fun conversation. Yeah. And I feel like there's so much value in this podcast, even like till the very last second right there. <laughs> add one. I'm definitely going to start doing that. Um, but I'm really excited about it and just thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, of course. So guys, I will leave everything about Gabby in the show notes. I'll link her Instagram, her TikTok, all of the things. So definitely go check her out and follow her because if you haven't gathered, she's awesome. You're going to love her content. She puts it out all the time and it's super motivating, inspiring, and just has a lot of value to it. So go check it out. And thanks for listening to another episode of The Lively Pod. I'll catch you next week.